Do you really know the problem that you're solving for your clients? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? my dark horse friends and family welcome back to your weekly dose of client problem solving learning i'm your dark horse host tracy brinkman and you well that my friend is infinitely more important you are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making either way you're here because you're ready to start restart kickstart just start leveling up with some great marketing personal or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Man, we got another big episode today. Today we got Khalid Maziad, who's going to be sharing why it's not good enough to just be good at what you do, why you need to stop focusing on just the product, and why we need to be clear on what it is we are doing that and, and so much more. He just dropped so many bombs here. Plus, I'm going to let you in on next week's interview episode. A guest who has over 190 credits under his belt from comedian to actor to writer to director and so much more. And as per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of personal business and marketing G-O-L-D spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. So let's get to the starting gates. And go. All right, my dark horse friends and family. Tonight, well, actually, it's today's guest. We were just talking about it's morning, it's evening here, but it's morning where he's at. Uh, today's guest is Khalid Maziad. Now, Khalid is not just another coach. Now, Khalid is a speaker that helps coaches clearly articulate their value and confidently craft a $3,000 plus no brainer offer using the psychology. Of the next step. Now, Khaled has been featured in Fox as being one of the 21 entrepreneurs that we need to know about in 2021. Khaled has been featured in ANLP, Fox, CBS, NBC, probably all the alphabets uh, that we're, we hear about all the time. Khaled is a professional member of the ANLP, uh, International CIC, which is an NLP organization, ladies and gentlemen. He's a certified master of NLP and holds a degree in civil engineering. Khaled, thanks so much for joining us and welcome to the dark horse entrepreneur man thank you so much tracy for having me oh absolutely my pleasure and you, i think you're probably the third or fourth person from from australia i've had on this show and it, it's been a joy each and every time so i i'm setting the framework ahead of time we haven't even started the conversation <laughs> yet right uh but i want to i want to uh, shut up my babbling mouth for a minute and ask you to tell your story the good the bad the ugly that brought you to where you are these days and why you love doing what you do so much absolutely so where should i start so actually i started um i'm actually i'm originally from egypt by the way and okay. uh then I moved to then I, I moved from Egypt. This was like one of my early steps is moving to Qatar. Like I worked uh, there for uh, about eight years before coming here to Australia. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was a civil engineer my entire life, like just working on sites and and helping people build like hospitals and houses and amazing things. But my entire life, I like, you know, you, you have always have this feeling that you there is something more than that. It's not mm -hmm. just only about that. Absolutely. 
And then I started trading back in 2013. And this was my first like thing about investment. And it was like new, new thing for me at that time. And when I started doing that, I started to see that there is more than just numbers in, in buying and selling and doing this kind of stuff. It, mm -hmm. it was weird. And I started to see like, I lost a lot of money when I started investing. And this is when I started realizing the importance of mindset. Mm -hmm. and, and it's funny because my mentor at that time told me, hey, like you're, you're a good trader, but like you are just, just, you need to calm down. You need to make sure your mindset is right. I said, no, 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 don't worry about this mindset stuff. I'm going to take care of it. Don't <laughs> right. worry. Like, just show me the numbers and just make sure where, how to buy, how to sell. And uh, with ups and downs, then I start to realize the importance of the mindset. And they moved to become uh, like a performance coach for traders after that, having my experience and having my, my struggle all the time. Then when I started to become a performance coach, I realized, like, I thought, like, hey, like, pe everyone, when you say, like, you are a performance coach and you're helping them with their mindset, like, everyone going to say, yeah, I need mindset. This is exactly what I need. And people don't really care. And <laughs> when I started, and the funny thing that I was, like, I wanted to give people my stuff for free, like, just just take it for free and, and just, just come and I will coach you for free. Sure. Because I just want to validate the idea. I know it works for me. I know it worked for me. I, I just want to see how it works for others. So we can validate the thing. Right. No one take my stuff for free. Like I give people free, say, oh, okay, thanks. Like they're going to listen to me. They're going to do but nothing. And this is when I started to learn that it's not just enough to be good at whatever you are. You need to convey the message in a way that people see it valuable. Mm -hmm. Because yes, you know, it is good. You you know that it is very valuable for them. You know that people need it. But if you are not able to communicate the message in a way that seems valuable to them, and this is when I started to understand that there is there is a value and there's perceived value. And right. I need to align my value or what I believe is valuable or the value of my product with their value. Mm, okay. And, and this is when I started like to, I want to learn about marketing because I wasn't interested in marketing. I actually, to be honest, I hate marketing and selling. I, <laughs> I'm just interesting. I'm just interested in helping people. And this is when I started, okay, like I have to learn how to sell. Like I have to learn how to market. I have to learn this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remembered, and this was a weird story. And so several years ago, I went to, I, I had a bad toothache. I woke up in the morning, had very bad toothache. And I did what every man does when we have toothache. I completely ignored it. I said, okay, I'm just, just going to have some Panadol or something and everything will be okay. And it's going to take a couple of days and to be normal, like toughen up and be a man and this kind be of thing. Be a man. <laughs> yeah, be a man. I don't worry. It's, it's just like, and then for a couple of days, I just like uh, taking Panadol, taking like painkillers and say it's going to be okay. It And it didn't. <laughs> so one week later, my, my, my gum started bleeding, my oh. gut and this uh, swollen. And I said, I, I just, just hanging there, hanging there is going to be okay. And then I reached the point that I had a meeting and I went to the meeting and I couldn't even talk. Like oh. I couldn't even talk. So I yeah. said, Hey guys, I, I have to go to the dentist now. <laughs> like this is my last, <laughs> my last defense. I'm, 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 I'm done. I went to the dentist and I went to the guy and said, hey, like, I just need to see the dentist. Say, there is no way you're going to see him today. Like, he's very busy. You have to. Not. 
to have an appointment. I said, there is no way I'm going to leave from here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait here for him. <laughs> I will wait here for whatever. And this is what actually what happened. I waited there and uh, like I went there, I think for, for like four or five hours. Mm. And then eventually I went to the dentist and went inside and said, hey, I'm really struggling for the last week. I had a meeting. I couldn't talk. Um, as you see, my gum was bleeding. As you see my face and I need, I need a solution for that. I said, my, my, my thing, I think it's just an infection. And all I need is just, you know, like the engineering, I'm, I'm, I'm telling him what to do. Like, right. I was like, hey. You're problem solving for him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like, you know, it is just an infection and all I need is antibiotic and it's going to be okay. So just let me, because I can't buy antibiotic myself. If you can just try it me, like it's going to be great. Thank you so much. He said, okay, like that's, that's great. And can I check it for you? I said, yeah, sure. Like I said, just do your work. Um, he checked it out and then he looked at me and said, man, like, how long have you been having this? I said, like, it's almost one week or two. I said, it started like two weeks ago, but like it started going really bad one week. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah. And he said, you think it's an, an infection and just need an antibiotic? I said, yeah, I, I believe so. And then he said to me, it's actually not an antibiotic. And it's not just an infection. It's actually something called root canal. And at that time, I had no idea what root canal is. <laughs> and he started to tell me, about like what are the consequences of the root canal it, it might affect your entire teeth and you might lose your teeth and he said like the biggest thing that he said it might you might eventually like you might have a heart attack because of that i say whoa like i i just i'm just coming here to have like yeah. to can go and then now now i became interested i said okay so how what are we going to do about that? He said, look, there's something called root canal treatment. And we can do it. Like, when can we start? Like, or how long does it take? He said, yeah, it takes like two to three sessions. And um, it depends on what we're going to find when we open and see. I said, okay, how, like when, how long does it take? And he said, if we, if we book an appointment today, we're going to start like in the next three days, but because we need to, you need actually to have an antibiotic and all of this yes. stuff just, yeah, just before that, we get open Get that infection it. down first. Get yeah. that infection down first. And because that I said, okay, how much does it cost? I cost that much. I said, okay, like sign me up. <laughs> and then if you see the sequence of everything, like this guy actually didn't sell me anything. Mm -mm. And this is when I started to think, I said, Imagine like this guy actually make me interested. And this is when I started to come up with the formula they call it the NTBT, which it's not this, but that. Which when you go with a belief with something is instead of telling people, ah, oh, like buy this stuff, know this stuff. He said, it's not this thing. It is that thing. Mm, okay. And this is when... This is when I start to understand that. But then it, it became like this, this was my starting point to understand that there is a different way and selling and messaging is not just about pushing or, or just trying to sell or just or just saying i'm having the best product it's more about changing the belief and presenting a new okay. problem okay so this is how it all starts <laughs> that's, that's how it all started so you you got on this new path as the result of a toothache everybody okay yes. I'm going to say that's probably the only time someone's ever told me that their their new career path started as a result of a toothache. Usually people stop their career path as a result of toothaches, <laughs> <laughs> right? They're like, oh, I got to do this. No, that's really cool though. I mean, because, and actually I heard a couple of things I, I want to loop back around to. One is while you were trading, you started seeing um, 
you know, patterns in the numbers, right? So obviously it seems to me you have a mind that identifies patterns probably pretty easily. Would that be a fair thing to say? Yeah, it is. It is. Like some of my friends called me the pattern guy. <laughs> <laughs> because I, it, I, it, it, it comes so natural. For me, it's so natural to see mm -hmm. patterns. And, and this is even when, when I was doing the performance coaching, it was really clearly to me. Now I talk to someone, I can't see the pattern of what they are doing. Say, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And I say, hey, like you are just, your problem is there. Like yeah. this is what you are doing wrong. So I, I could easily like spot the pattern on things. And this is what actually, when I started trading that, that was the thing like pulled me into it. Like, like oh, look at the charts and especially the technical part of trading, like, and when it comes up, when it goes down and yeah. when this happened and like this, like the, the pattern is, and, and then I took it to a new level to look at like, behavioral pattern so it wasn't just about numbers and this is like this was the most amazing thing like it just to understand that behavioral patterns whether whether it's like in trading or whether like the human behavioral pattern in, in everything we do and now it's in the psychology of selling especially in high ticket sales absolutely I, and i think there's so yeah i'm i'm from a planning background so i know all about the number patterns and bit of a number geek myself not at that same level obviously but certainly when you start seeing watching the numbers it's like watching people right so if you watch with curiosity is probably how I'll phrase it. Uh, you'll see patterns emerge, either patterns in body language, patterns in breathing patterns, patterns in the actions they take or the actions they don't take, right? Um, and sure. those become really telltale signs. Uh, certainly in the coaching arena become very, very helpful, I would imagine. Uh, do you find, uh, do you find I'm going to, I, I, I want to go into this mindset thing, but I know one of the big things of, around mindset that I see a lot of people struggle with, and, and I know I have fought it off in the past myself, is this whole imposter syndrome, right? And whatever yes. it is, hey, maybe you got a new job, you're the boss, you're leading people, whatever the, the scenario happens to be for anyone that's listening, is imposter syndrome around mindset or yes or no? It's uh, to be honest, it, for me, it's not a yes or no answer. Okay, <laughs> it, those are even better. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's gonna it's gonna be deeper than that because uh, there are different perspectives that I can look at at, at imposter syndrome. Okay. One of them is actually not being clear on what you are doing okay. from some perspective. So, because sometimes, especially in coaching, some people think I need to know everything in order to help people with something. So I need, I need to, to like, I need to know everything and being not clear, make them say, okay, like what if the, what if someone had this problem? What if someone had that problem? Mm -hmm. And being, being not, being not clear on what's actually your role with them and what actually are trying to, what is actually the problem you're solving? Mm -hmm. Because most of the time people think I need to know everything about everything in order to talk to anyone. All you need to do is just knowing the problem you're solving. You're not, you, you, actually people don't care about the product till you, they, you, you convey to them that you really understand their problem first. Remember the dentist's story? Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't care what he was talking about unless he told me that actually the problem that I'm having is something that I couldn't understand. Mm. So going back about imposter syndrome is 
it's there is a there is part of it great part of it might be mindset but i believe there is a great part of it actually is being not clear on the problem you are solving on on what you are doing the second part of uh, imposter syndrome is is like you know all 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 the stories that we have when we were young like mm-hmm. never, like i had i had a one of my amazing teachers in in the school told me uh, told my mom actually she didn't tell me uh, around like i was 8 years old or something and <laughs> she told my mom that your son is a hopeless case and there is no way on planet earth he going to make it in any way and i would suggest highly suggest that you stop investing your time and money on him because there is no way he going to make it oh my gosh and imagine like you're saying that to a mother like yeah <laughs> you know to a little Good. kid it's fighting words <laughs> like, you know and m- my mom listening that like then my mom and my dad decided to do whatever it takes right <laughs> <Sure. laughs> <laughs> 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 me make it but again like growing up with those kind of narratives in our head about ah oh, okay like you can't do that you can't do this and we like we we are all like crazy in a society that we don't encourage people to take risks we don't encourage people to mm, do new things we don't encourage people to try something different we are always doing exactly the opposite the devil we know better than the devil we don't know uh, why you don't know who are you to do that who are yeah. you so how dare it's you <laughs> exactly how dare you like and what do you know about this to do that like are you like are you like certified on this in order to right. do that and yeah. you like what are your certificates and like what are your qualifications about this and that and we make people think about, and, and you're going to find most of the stories around imposter syndrome like oh who am i to say that it's going right. to be the same thing that people we are just we are just echoing what everyone is saying. Who am I to do that? Who am I to do that? I I don't know that much. I need to be certified. And then you're gonna find people are are getting certified, like having a thirty certificates or something, and they have no idea. Right. About and and they still feel like an imposter because they still have those those people in their ear, either actively or inside their head, because they're not uh, they're not looking at their own value. It's probably how, it's how Absolutely. I would put it, right? And you know, go ahead. Another thing that I, when I look at it, like, you know, when you are driving at night mm-hmm. and you can't see the whole way, like you can't right. see the whole road. Nope. All you can see is just, just like seven, 10 meters in front of you. And mm-hmm. this is all you need. Exactly. <laughs> and this is, yeah. This is all. You, and this is where, like, when I call it the psychology of the second step or the next step, it just to do the next the, the next smallest step in front of you, and this is all you need. Yes, I, don't get me wrong. Have a plan. I'm a planning guy. Yes. Have a plan for whatever you want. Absolutely. But be flexible to change yeah. it. Be that, flexible. Be open to that. That's a that's actually a great analogy. That's a, it, and you could use, actually use that uh, for the whole uh, coaching arena, right? Hey, I, I don't have to be. 87 miles in front of you. Actually, it may be harder if I'm 87 miles in front of you because I almost forget where you've been. A a lot of people do, right? Um, I'm just a little bit ahead of you and you can follow my lead and I can see a little further than you, but you just need to be able to see my taillights, right? And then we'll go down the road together. And and if I stop all of a sudden, you're probably going to want to stop too because there's something in the way that we've got to traverse around or over or under. Absolutely. And as long as I'm I'm driving, I'm getting more clear. Yes. I'm getting getting more information because as long as you are driving, you're seeing new information. You're getting new information. This is why I tell people, yes, have a plan, 
but be open to change the plan because the plan that you have right now is for the information and the knowledge that we have right now. Right now. I have no idea after tomorrow what what I might have new information that's going to change my entire plan. Yeah. That's going to change everything because I know what I know now. I know what I know now. Mm-hmm. Maybe after tomorrow I'm going to learn something new that's yeah. going to completely shift my mind and say, you know what? I have been learning this and I have been teaching. And this happened to me sometimes. And mm-hmm. people are going to say, you changed what you have been teaching. You have been saying that for so many years. Why did you change it? I said, because I learned something new, because right. I'm evolving. And as I'm evolving, you are evolving with me. And, and, and if, I think there's there's a great point right there. So uh, and I, I'm going to spend just a minute or two on this. So yeah, sure. I had a, a, a gentleman that who I was following. I was, you know, kind of. Uh, he was mentoring me and I was watching him going along and he was saying, Hey, this thing is awesome. Right. Well, I won't name names, but this, this thing is awesome. And I'm like, okay. And I'm going and trying to sing. Everything's going great. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's kind of cool. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, he says, this thing sucks. Was it Bitcoin? Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't Bitcoin. <laughs> it wasn't Bitcoin, luckily. But uh, the, and there was no transition, and then there was yes. no X. Which I, I get it, right? We get new, we get new knowledge, we get new experiences, and we change our minds. I'm not the same I was when I was 15. I Absolutely. made some stupid decisions when I was 15 because I didn't know, and I know now. But for me, the the incongruency that I felt was. There was no explanation. You know, all of a sudden, and I say all of a sudden, it was probably four yes. weeks. It was probably four weeks later. So somewhere along the line in that four weeks, he experienced something that turned him off to this thing, but he never explained it openly yeah. in this in the same arena. Oh, go ahead. This is, I, I think, the reason why, because we are actually not open to change. Mm. We feel this resistance because, oh, now I changed my mind and now I need to explain to people why I changed my mind. And we have the idea that the changing your mind, like hold your grounds, like don't don't change your mind, right. don't do this, don't do that. So we actually have this story and narrative about if you change your mind, that means you are not stubborn, that, you're, that means you're not good, that means that you are not really convinced, you are not really uh, buying in what you are doing. I, I, and by the way, I, I was I was that person myself. <laughs> however, however, I learned that that's actually a stupid thing to do because, mm-hmm. and I'm saying that out of love and respect because right. I got, I decided whatever I have decided based on some information that I had at that time. Mm-hmm. And I made this decision at that time, or I made this plan at that time. And that was my best knowledge to my best knowledge at that time. Right. Now it's my obligation if you if I told you something and I gained a new information about it or I changed my mind, it's my obligation to tell you, hey Tracy, I was thinking that this thing is a good thing. Right. I don't believe that anymore. But I I I also need to tell you an explanation. I said, hey, agreed. I I, I believe in that now. And the reason why I believe in that, I saw like a statistics or I saw like a new information. I got a research. That suggests that this thing is bogus and doesn't work anymore. Right, right. Right here, A, B, C, one, two, three. Here's why I think that now. Ah, I get it. And if it's working for you, Tracy, keep doing it. It's awesome. Absolutely. But it's not working for me, so you'll see me stepping away from it. I totally get that. But it that and that's and that's why I was in, engaging in this conversation piece. Was like it was just that 
that there was a there was a mind switch. There was a change of opinion, and that's fine. But I think the the lack of explanation left absolutely it left me kind of like, okay, what was that about? And then what really scares me is like, hmm. If you're like that about this, what are you like about what that? About, 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 about other, other you start questioning things, right? And, you know, you don't want to do that if there's no reason to. But certainly if you find that reason, you're like, hmm, okay, now I've got to question everything you've been telling me because, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Explanation is important, at least even if it's just an experience. Like exactly. If, if, like I say, I had this experience. I had, like, by the way, I had no clue. And sometimes I say, I say, I had no clue. Like, I'll tell you something. I had some of my very, what you call it, whatever you call it, experience that I, I wasn't, I, I, I'm like at that time, I wasn't meditating or I doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I was just doing some breathing exercise. I was on a cruise and doing exercise, breathing exercise. It was just laying down and breathing. And I had this weird experience that I couldn't explain that I, until this point that I felt that I started to breathing with in tune with the sound of waves that was there okay. at that time. And at that time, something happened to me that I felt like the time collapsed. Something something crazy happened that I didn't understand. Okay. I didn't feel my body for like a few seconds. Mm-hmm. And I went into this experience. I had no explanation to it. I'm not trying to say like I had anything or, or right. I'm having I'm having connections with anyone or I'm talking to people that you can't see or anything. Sure. I, I have no clue. But all I said to people, I said, hey, I had this experience I'm not sure what it is. I have no explanation for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not looking for explanation for it. But I just had this experience. It looks like when you do this thing, there's something happened. What it is, they, they might find out later. I can't I can't prove it with science. I can't prove it with anything. Right. All I'm telling you is experience. And this is sometimes it's just enough. Yeah. It's tell people, hey, and this is why I'm changing my mind about this thing. Maybe yes. this consciousness meditation thing, there is something behind it. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I'm just sharing my experience. Right. And I believe people are going to respect you more when you do that, even yeah. if they don't agree. And by the way, like there are many, like so many of my mentors or my coaches that I don't completely agree with every single thing they said. And that's, that's okay. That's too. okay. We yeah. don't need to agree with, I think we still have this when we make someone like an idol and say, Hey, like put this guy on the pedestal and Mm -hmm. I have to follow every single thing he said. And if you, if if you change his mind, you know, and this is why I believe there is an obligation to tell the reason, even if it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Hey, like I just had this thing. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. Sure. Uh, I don't know. But for me, this is what I'm another thing about changing is changing your opinion it's mm-hmm. i believe also is the stage where you are right now like when i started i might i might use something that doesn't make sense to use right now but it makes sense to teach it to someone who is just starting right now so mm-hmm. when i started i used to work like working for free for people first so i sure. tell them hey like are you gonna do this so, so you you're gonna it's not just people People say it now, are oh, you going to work for free so you can get testimonials? It's not just about testimonials. It's it's more about you validating the idea. Yes. <laughs> is what you are doing is working? It's actually yes. or not? Are you are, are you able to teach or not? Because 
some people are very like maybe something worked really good for you mm -hmm. because of some weird circumstances if you don't try it on others mm -hmm. you will not know if this thing is actually working for others right second thing you don't know if you have this talent or skill which which you can which you can develop of course mm -hmm. to teach others to convey ideas to to show them how to do things to right. to, to to give them the 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 why and what and how to do things Right. So I believe it also stage stage might be the thing. So I might tell you, hey, like I'm not actually doing this now, but actually I believe, as you said, is explanation is important. Sometimes yes. we need just to explain yeah. to people. And I think on the uh, the teaching thing too, I, I've seen uh, folks that, uh, um, of course, I've been doing this a long time. I've seen folks that could pull people into uh, a small group, you know, five six people, and then yes. teach what it is they were teaching, but. As time went on and technology evolved, they tried to take the same teaching and put it into, say, a digital format. And they're like, uh, no, why is nobody getting it? And I think it's those little nuances about them, you know, being face to face, standing next to someone and they give their, you know, they give their lesson. And then they get asked questions and they answer those questions and someone else asks a question and they answer those questions, but they didn't necessarily put those extra answers because to them, it seems so, oh, everybody knows that they didn't put those into their lessons. So they're oh. missing that step. Does that make sense? It, it does. And and that, that will, let me talk, remember when we were talking about the dentist story? Yes. Most coaches are experts in root canal problems. Mm -hmm. So we talk root canal language. However, yes. people people don't have don't know what root canal is. Mm -hmm. They know that I have a pain in my teeth, I can't sleep, I can't eat, I can't talk. Right. And this is what I know, which we call the symptom level problems. And I believe this is the biggest thing. This one of my biggest aha moment was we are all coaches, we are experts at root canal problems. We mm. are experts at root canal language. We tell people, hey, because we are, for, for them, let, let me give you an example. Uh, imagine that, remember the dentist story. Imagine at that time I saw three ads and all of them are giving me the same offer. It's mm -hmm. going to be a free, a free, I just going to make it the same offer. So just to show how the language is going to change. So the sure. same offer going to be free, uh, con like free appointment with the dentist. Sure. The first one is telling me, hey, would you like the $1 million Julio smile where your, she, your teeth going to be shiny and you're going to smile and you're going to show you all the bright teeth and all the amazing things. And if you would like that, book an appointment below. It's free in the first day. You're now listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Second, the second ad going to show you, say, hey, I am the number one root canal expert. And root canal expert is so important. And here's why you need to do root canal. It's going to affect your teeth. It's going to affect your body. It's going to affect your heart, blah, 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 or the vital organ. In order to solve this problem, uh, you need to book an appointment. And by the way, it's a free, the first one. Okay. Sure. The third ad can tell you, hey, are you tossing around in bed? You can't eat. You can't sleep. You tried all the home remedies you can imagine. You tried water and salt. You tried mouthwash. And you tried everything. And you might be thinking it's actually like an infection. It might be an infection. It might be not. But the only way to verify that is to book an appointment with us for free to check. And our dentist is going to tell you. At that time, imagine which one would I have picked? And all of them are giving me the same offer. So it's, it's at this stage, it's not yep. about the offer. It's yeah. a free consultation. Which one would I have picked? Yeah, you're going time? after the one that solves your problem. 
Exactly. And this is when sometimes when we tell people, say, hey, you are doing amazing, but I want the pain to stop. And you're telling me, ah, I want you to like to have the, the dream of your life. I don't need the dream of my life right now. You're right. I just need that. <laughs> I need, I, I need the pain I need, to stop. <laughs> I need the pain to stop, just to stop exactly. my pain. And this is like, you can say, this is like a, a simplistic way to talk about the market sophistication also. Sure. However, is think like you need to understand where are the people you are talking to. Mm-hmm. They have pain. Most people are, are having pain and they want the pain to stop. Yeah. Talking about like, I, I talk sometimes to relationship coaches and and, and mindset coaches. And they had the same problem that I had before. I want people to fly and have the performance of their life and have like the life of their dream. And people like saying, like, what the hell does it mean? Like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I have a problem. Um, um, but when I started to change the language from high promise thing is to pain. Mm-hmm. Do you want to stop this pain? Now, now it is not, this is not again, because I know some conscious people gonna say okay but that is that means i'm eliciting fear and that's not like and this is why i hate marketing because people <laughs> try to elicit fear and i i say no it is not it's actually raising awareness yes if i gonna see my son putting his hand on the fire i'm not eliciting fear in him <laughs> I'm if i'm gonna tell him if if i'm gonna tell him hey do you know that if you put your hand in the fire do you know like uh, alex our neighbor his son put his hand on the fire and it got burned. And then they went to the hospital and they had to grab it and he couldn't use your hand for three weeks. Right. Do you want to do like that? Now I'm not enlisting fear in him. I'm just trying to raise his awareness that mm. if he is doing that, he's going to have a problem. So it's uh, it's also more about your intention when you're saying it. I, sure. I might, yes, become, say it in a sleazy and slamsy way and, and doing, hey, like if you don't do that, you're going to yeah. do this. Is no, it's, it's you're trying to raise awareness. Hey, buddy, if you put your hand on the fire, this is gonna happen. And it happened to Alex, our neighbor. He put right. his hand on the fire, and that happened. And this is why we tell them. And when you put it that way, in a way they can understand. Now they now they think, okay, like this guy's might be he's getting me. Like you know, he's talking about actually my problem. Right. There is there is a connection there. Mm-hmm. He's not trying. He's not trying. And when you do that you don't need you don't need and, and this is another thing because people think like i need to put an outlandish claims there and they need to like yeah. oh do you want to make like nine figures do you want to make like three million dollars right. in, in three seconds without doing anything even if you <laughs> just started i i like i had a, a funny pose that i said like hey, i i didn't record any video on how to make gazillion dollars in three five, two seconds without doing anything even if you <laughs> have never <laughs> did anything before which is which is like most people think like, oh, if I don't have like a big claim that people, you actually, if you have like something very specific and very clear about, hey, mm-hmm. if this dentist just said at that time, all I'm going to help you with is just stopping the pain. And this is what actually, I, this is all I wanted. Right. I just I'm wanted this pain. Button. Yes. I just, this pain to stop. You got me. You got my attention. Yeah. I all I need. Now, after that, you need to do something that he did, which is, um, I think the first time I heard it was from Todd uh, Brown. It was the knowledge gap when he started presenting a new problem. Yes. When he said, yeah. And this is when I came up with the formula. It's not this, but that. It's not actually, it's not actually like an infection that needs just an antibiotic to go. It's actually something that's called root canal. Mm -hmm. Now he changes my misconception. Yes. About the problem. 
But guess what also, Tracy, happened here? Now you are presenting a new problem. Mm. And once once you are presenting a new problem, guess what I want to do? You I want the solution. The solution, me. yeah. In, in, and now... In, I think, I think really, and I'm sorry, uh, no, no, that's there, right. I, I think what was really interesting there in is right. I don't think he presented you. And if we're speaking about your dentist, he didn't present you with a new problem. He presented you with the real problem. Absolutely. You, you came to him with the symptoms. I'm in pain. My gums are bleeding. I can't talk. Those are all symptoms of your real problem. So then he filled that knowledge gap, like you were talking Todd Brown does, right? That knowledge gap of, okay, that's not really the problem. Those are the symptoms of this problem called root canal. And here, let me educate you a little bit. And here's how I can help you with that problem. But I think, I I even think you're right with, if you're talking about those, if we go back to those three offers that you were talking about, that that third one, if they didn't even mention root canal, if they would have just yes. said something like, "Are you in pain? You know, do they, you want that pain to go away?" Root canal? Yeah. yeah, you don't even have to mention root canal. Just say, "Your teeth hurt. Can you not talk? You can't eat. You can't sleep. Book a call. Uh, book an appointment. Whatever." You'd be like, "Oh, that's me," <laughs> and you'd be clicking that button, right? Um, I think what one of the things I heard inside of there, and I've seen a lot of people fall victim to this. I'm going to raise my hand because I've been there too. Is people want to, yeah, both hands, right? (laughs) People want to solve all the problems. And it's like, it's like, um, I help people with podcasts, right? And they're saying the first thing you ask them or I ask them is who do you want to target? Well, I want to target all the moms. Okay, yes. well, that you can't target like- all the moms, right? Well, do you want to engage all the moms? Yeah, but you can't target all the moms because you know that's the shotgun approach. If you had, if you had to use a sniper rifle to tag one mom, tell me what that mom is all about, right? You've got to get that laser focused. I'm going after your tooth pain that you can't sleep, right? So now I know the person is someone that's in in pain rather than. I'm going to give you a beautiful, shiny smile, right? Yes. Does that make sense? It, it does. And let me get back when we, were, when we were talking. You are absolutely right. He's presenting the root cause of the problem. Mm-hmm. However, it's a new problem for me because I have no clue. What that's a good point. Is. No, that's, that's a very is, good point. And this, is, and this is actually what you want to do is presenting them the root cause, which, mm-hmm. which, which fill the gap with that. Now, talking about the second point, which is, I want to target mom. Yes. I, I was in, 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 in a place that I was targeting traders, which, which, which sounds like a very clear, specific niche. Right. But then I discovered that wasn't even enough. Just, mm. just targeting those people, just even, even like from the outside, it seems like I'm very clear and have a very clear market and very specific. And then mm. I realized there are 10 things that I need to know about my ideal client, whatever they call it, or perfect client, whatever you would like to prefer to call it mm-hmm. that if you if you have those 10 things about your market before you have an offer before you have an anything you can't do anything before knowing that the first okay. thing that we need to know yeah uh, you're going to share those 10 things right you can't tease I, I would you love can, you I can't love tease me like that yeah please do I, I would love to the first thing is we talk about the symptom level problems not so the pain points slash symptoms okay not the root canal problem yes it's, it's that you can't eat, you can't sleep, you, you, you're, you're tossing around in bed, 
uh, your gum is bleeding. This is a problem. So yeah. see in your market, how do they describe it? Not don't don't jump into the root cause because we are all knowing the root cause. Now my secret word for everyone here: when I say root canal, that means the root cause of a problem. Yes. So the root canal problem is not their problem. Yes, it is for you. It is mm-hmm. because you are an expert because you know what is the root cause. For them, they don't. They have no clue what it is. They think all I know that I can't eat, I can't sleep. My teeth is bleeding. This is what I do. This is what I know. And you need to know in the way they are explaining it. How do they explain it? How do they say it? Mm-hmm. This is the most important thing you can do. They don't say I have a root canal problem unless they that they know what root canal is. But most of the time they don't. Right. They know that this. So this is the first thing we need to know. Okay. The second thing is we need to understand what they want from their perspective, not from our perspective. Mm. Not what you not what you want to teach. What they really want. So talking about the, the dentist's story again, I wanted the pain to someone become normal human being just to eat, to sleep, to talk. Right. This is all I needed. Maybe I'm going to think about them. One million dollar who do you smile later. However, what I needed this moment is just this pain to stop, just to treat this pain. This is all I wanted. Right. And at that time, again, if someone like, because... Some people think, okay, if I don't have like offer, some people now offering like, you know, and you know that Tracy now, the six figures in, in, in six weeks yeah. and blah, blah, blah. The seven figures in seven weeks, the, the multi, now, now they changed it by making the multi six figure, not only yeah. six, you know, yes. the multi seven figure, like so when you say multi is going to be different, like, and it, it's <laughs> amazing when you see like people say, are you serious? Like, so what people actually want at that time is I want more clients for you if they want. If in your podcast, the people needs to be go out there and share the message with more people. They right. wanna they wanna be here for larger audience. If I can help you to do that, they wanna know what actually they're gonna say in the podcast. I have no clue what I'm gonna say. I, I have no clue like how how to really start a podcast. I'm I'm overwhelmed. Which year I gonna buy? Which is, like you can if you talk about that, this is actually what people are thinking about. It's not, it's not like uh, how I get Gary Vee in my podcast. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. right, this is gonna be like, yeah, uh, like a very big problem in the future. I might think about it. <laughs> but right now, I just want to know the the t- tell me the first couple of things that I need to learn. Right. Yes, and then there's gonna be a stage when I can tell you, okay, like how to get peak copy, get a great people in your podcast, how to book, how to do how to automate it, how to scale it, how to do this. Yes. It's just to start with where people are. And, and again, when you know what, where are your people, you're going to know what they really want in their language. So when someone comes to you, what they actually want, listen to them and give them what they want. That doesn't mean you're going to, you will not give them what they need. And this and is very, ab- very, absolutely. please, I'm not trying to say, hey, like just to give them the, what they want. And no, 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 no. Tell them what they want because this is what will get them. Yes. And then you as an expert, you as, a, a, as an expert, as a dentist, you're going to do the root canal problem. But what actually they need is I need the pain to stop. What are you going to do with like a root canal thing? Was they going to do a surgery whatever you're going to do? Yeah, just do it. Don't scare them away. <laughs> don't just scare them away. Tell them, hey, if you want this pain to stop, yes, I want. Okay, let's do it. Right. I'm going to do this. And then we educate them and tell them. Okay. The third thing that we need to understand, what are their frustrations? What they are frustrated about? They okay. might be frustrated about I... I, I, I tried all these things and it didn't work. I'm frustrated about those people who are putting outlandish claims out there. I'm, I'm frustrated about like 
being like the market is very like crowded and I don't know which one to trust. I'm frustrated about all the gurus who are showing like, what are they frustrated about? Frustrated about that I couldn't, I, I, in the dentist story, I, I'm frustrated about that I, I, I really can't eat and just live like this. So frustrated, like I can't even talk. I can't like having a, like a real life, like human being. Yeah. I'm frustrated about that. Right. So you need to understand in their language, again, in their yes. language, not in our language, not, not what we think the problem is, not what right. we think they think. Ask them, what are you frustrated about? Oh, I'm frustrated about that. And you don't need to ask them, by the way, what you are frustrated about. Because they're going to tell you, if you just start a conversation with them, yes. they're going to tell you. Yes. And it's going to be your job just to, okay, like fill the blanks. The fourth thing, Tracy, is the most important thing that you need to understand about your market. And the reason why, because this thing going to define what you're going to include in your offer. Oh, magic. And it is what they have tried before and didn't work. Mm. Why this is important, it's important for two reasons. The first one, to make sure you never include what they have tried before <laughs> they work in your offer. And if you are going to do that, you need to explain to them why what they have tried didn't work for them before. Right. And using your thing, it's going to work. Got it. So no, it didn't sense. work before because you actually did it like that. It's actually you should do it a different way. Right. So if let's imagine that I'm going to give it like your people are going to most understand about ads and Facebook ads. If, if I'm having, if I'm selling something about Facebook ads, mm -hmm. Facebook ads, it's not a new thing. No, I might have tried Facebook ads and didn't work before. So if mm -hmm. I got to teach someone about that, I said, Hey, you try Facebook ads didn't work before. The reason why it didn't work before, because you, have, you actually haven't validated your message before right. you go to, and this is why it didn't work. Or you actually, the reason why it didn't work because you wrote, you chose the target the, the wrong target or right. you chose the wrong people the wrong too audience broad, or you, yes. you're too broad the message wasn't right the copy like you need to tell me why yeah it didn't work got it otherwise you need to tell me hey like it didn't work and here's a new thing here's why you in my dentist story i tried home remedies i tried to stop the pain i tried painkillers i tried things and it didn't work so imagine if the dentist is gonna offer me at that time hey i'm gonna give you a painkiller like, man, I, I have been eating painkiller for the last two weeks. Like, yeah. <laughs> so tell me something different. Right. So You've don't like, be obvious and don't give them what they have tried. So you need to understand what they have tried. Sure. Even before you make your offer. Yes. Because this is going to define what you're going to do. The fifth thing that I need to understand is the misconception. What their misconceptions? What their the beliefs that they are wrong about things that you have? For like in the dentist story, they have a misconception that I, I just, it's just an infection is going to go with antibiotics. Mm -hmm. There might be in, 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 in your market, the misconception that I need to be popular when known before I do a podcast or I need right. like to do like this or, or, or I need to be like a six figure or seven figure before I, 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 I do that. And then you're going to say, Hey, that, that doesn't make sense. You don't right. need actually to do that. We need to start somewhere. We all start with, I need like, in coaching, uh, I need to be like, for people who are starting, uh, I need to know like everything in in the way on the hundred miles before I start walking like my first steps. And then you right. say, yeah, you don't, need, you don't need to know that. Absolutely. And this is very important because when you change, this is the stage when you change their beliefs, you're going to say, aha, uh -huh, that makes sense. Yeah. So now I understand. Now this guy understands me because you need to change their beliefs first before you start presenting their offer. Or you before you sell them anything. And by the way, I'm not. I'm when I'm talking about selling, like it's it's about anything. Yes. Anything you are doing is selling. 
because ideas are selling. Absolutely. You need to, I need to sell my kids on me. I need to sell my kids on the food to to eat it. Like you you had to sell yourself on your spouse or your girlfriend. Absolutely. And the best sale of them all is going to be selling yourself on yourself. Just yes. <laughs> you need to sell yourself on your offer and what you are doing in your mission on whatever you are doing. This is the best sales of them all. Absolutely. Now, another thing we need to understand is the stage where they are. And this is so crucial. And when I say the stage, it I, I, I look at it from two points. One is the severity of the problem, how severe the problem is. And the easiest way I, I look at this is red, green, and light. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, red and yellow and green. Green, that means they know. They remember when I had a dentist story? Mm-hmm. I had, I woke up and I had a pain, had a toothache, but it's okay. Like, you know, like I'm going yeah. to die or something. Like, it's yes. okay. Now, after one week, I, I start to become yellow because now I start to realize, ah, like, there is pain that doesn't stop. And I start to take painkillers and started, and started to swallow. And there's something wrong. But ah, I, I hanging there, but yeah. But red, when I went to the meeting and I couldn't talk, I said, no, okay, I have to do something about that now. This is red. And the second thing is the urgency, how urgent. And they are are both connected, is the urgency and the severity of the problem. They are both connected. But you need to understand where they are because our job is to raise awareness from if they are green or yellow, we need to move them to red. Right. It's going to take some time for some people. So you need to understand also, this is going to be, if someone is starting out, they might not be. For some people, not for everyone. For some mm-hmm. people, they might not be your ideal client, right? Because they think they're gonna figure it out. Right. They're not ready for you yet. Yeah, you are not ready for you yet. And your job is not to elicit fear. You're trying to raise their awareness. Hey, here is what's gonna happen to yeah. you. It's gonna be like that. And here's the stage. You are moving that. Yeah, absolutely. After that, there are something I call the consequences. What if they didn't do anything about? It? What if they didn't solve the problem? You're going to tell them, hey, buddy, if you don't solve this root canal thing, it's going to spread in your entire uh, mouth and you might lose your teeth. And even worse, you might have like it might go to your other vital organs like right. your heart and you might have a heart attack. So now I'm again, I'm not trying to elicit fear. I'm not trying to use any of this stuff. I'm trying just to raise awareness. Hey, this is going to happen or this is what happens to people when they don't do that. I'm just mm-hmm. telling you. Right. I'm not trying to push you. Point I'm, trying the to, facts. I'm just yeah. uh, point the facts. And in, in some cases, and I've seen this done well, where you know, they say, you know, well, what happens if you don't do this? Well, maybe it's nothing, but it's going to be the same thing. You'll be in the same spot 12 months from now, doing the same thing you're doing today, working, you know, whatever it else. And for some people, that's a worse consequence than having a toothache. They're like, oh, God, Absolutely. I'm going to be working the same job. I'm going to be the same position I'm in. Hmm. That's not a consequence I want to deal with, you know, and then exactly. they start they start moving forward. So consequences aren't necessarily always the worst. To me, they're not always the worst case scenario. No. Sometimes it's just staying exactly where you are. And if you're not happy where you are, right? Absolutely. Why are you staying there? Yeah. Why, why don't you take action now? Because again, all we are trying to, to do here is we are trying to raise their awareness and again, we are trying only to help them to make a decision. Whether Absolutely. they're going to say yes or gonna, right. they are going to say, you know, it doesn't really and, matter. And it we are just try, yeah, we are just trying to help them make the decision. Say, hey, right. whether you're going to do this or Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number eight is the pressing problem. And this is like, what is the straw that's going to break the back of the camp? Like for in my story, in, in this, a, I, in the dentist story, I, I went to the meeting, I couldn't talk. 
Mm-hmm. And this is when I am out of function. I can't, I can't live like that. Now it starts affecting my personal life, which I was okay for that for a while, right. but now it's affecting my professional life. And mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do that. I have yeah. taken action in my previous story about like when I was a performance coach and they moved from someone like who couldn't give you stuff for free, like to charge after that five or 10 K my pressing problem that I told people to take my stuff for free and they couldn't take it. And they said like, like, man, this is crazy. Like mm-hmm. how you can give something so valuable and you know, it's value. Right. And people are going to say no to that. And I felt like so humiliated about, I felt so humiliated. Like I said, there is no way, man. Like, how do you know that you're giving something that's so valuable that people need it and they don't take it? Mm. And this is when I start to learn about that. I need, I need to say, I need to understand that. And that's like when everything like it came about was sleazy and cheesy and everything. And they hated marketing. Sure. However, I found a way to make this authentic how to make it authentic, how to do it without eliciting fear, how to do it without trying, how to do it like in a heart-based way or heart-centered right. way, to do it in a way that the, that feels like you without without like all the, the, all sleazy the sleaziness. Stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah. sleaziness in it. Yes. Uh, the last thing is what what are their fears? Like what they are afraid about? Like what, what is the biggest fear that they might have? And we don't need to spend so much time with that. Like I'm, I'm afraid that Acknowledge their fear of failure. Acknowledge their fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge their fear of success. Acknowledge their fear like, what if it didn't work? Acknowledge their fear. Also, the other side, if um, I'm really afraid that I'm going to stay for, in this place forever. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want like giving you the example that you mentioned, I don't want to stay. This is a fear that one year from now, I'm going to be in the same place, in the same job, yeah, with the same salary, doing things that I hate for one more year. Yes. I don't want to do that. Uh, no. is, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to tell you, hey, like, aren't you afraid about that? So I'm, again, I'm raising awareness about yes. the problem. I'm, nice. I'm listening to them. Okay, now now, 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 I'm aware of that. The, uh, the last one, I think this, the most uh, overlooked thing that people don't understand. And if you solve this thing, it's going to change like everything you do. Okay. And it's objections. Handle objections before they come. Don't wait till you are on the phone call and start handling objections. And, and that, by no means, I'm saying you will never have objections on the phone. Right. I'm saying by handling objections in advance, mm-hmm. you're going to have a higher chance of having less people giving you the same exact objections every time. Mm-hmm. And how do you use that? Know in advance what are objections they are going to sell you. And if you are doing that right now, what are the objections that coming all the time? If people say, I want to think about it, then you need to understand, okay, why they are saying that, why they right. are saying that. Right. If people are thinking it's too expensive, you want to you wanna mention them and you want to, in, in your copy or in your content, you need to handle those objections in advance. Right before they come so people when they come they said okay now i'm aware of that how you do that you talk about the objections and acknowledge it right i know that you're going to think about it and mm-hmm. you might be thinking this is expensive and you might be thinking investing in in a coach is not it doesn't make sense or again you might be thinking i'm going to figure it out myself right or you might be thinking that or uh, you might be thinking that uh i i, I will think about it for a while i, I don't need to do it right now mm-hmm Handle those objections in advance because now again you are educating them, and this is this is by the way our job because many people are trying to give how-to content, and and don't get me wrong, you need to educate them, 
Yes. But if you educate how to only, they are not going to take action because you haven't changed their beliefs and their objections about the thing you are teaching. So they never take action, which is my point. They didn't take my stuff for free because I couldn't speak the same language. I couldn't change their beliefs about what I'm doing. I couldn't handle the objections in advance. And once I started to do that, everything shifted mm. because now they became, when they come to me, now I know who needs my help because I define those same points for them. I know exactly what they are thinking about. I know right. exactly what, what are their beliefs are. And guess what? The more you talk to people, the more these things, this is like a life, a life thing. This is not something like, oh, I just going to do it. And this is the biggest mistake also people make. They do the, what's it called? Avatar, whatever you do. I don't know. Yes. But whatever they are doing it. And then they forget about it. They just think it's an exercise. It's it's a worksheet that I need to finish in order to go. It is not. I have this thing written in front of me. And be, every time I'm going to write something, every time I'm going to be in an interview, every time I'm going to do something, I have to read them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have very, to read it again yeah. and update it. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's very important to know who it is you're talking to, and these these ten points you gave here are completely fire, man. This is going to be uh, that. This is what the, I, I'm. The whole I think the uh, uh, title of the show is going to be centered around this, so to get people to come in for this specific section of it. It's fire. One of the things I like to do whenever, and like I was mentioning earlier about the podcasting is know, obviously you need to know who it is you're trying to talk to. And I mentioned the mompreneurs before. And when I'm doing the uh, the entrepreneurial coaching, I, I call it my six C's of entrepreneurship. And the very first C, it's that, that important is clarity. And inside yes. that clarity is probably half of these points. But I can guarantee you, now that I've chatted with you, all of these points are going to be in there because That's they're, awesome. I mean, you're right. They're that important. If you can get the clarity around these things right here, man, everything else about what it is you're doing in your business, in your copy, in your content, in your coaching, whatever it is, will flow, I think, a lot easier, right? Actually, I was in two minds to share it with you, Trace, you know, but when I when I chatted with you before the podcast and said, ah, oh, you're going to give me a practical thing that people, my people are going to use. I That's want right. like, some valuable thing. I said, yeah, yeah, let's, let's give them this because I was actually surprised that when I tell those to people and the first time we took and they say, do I need to do all of this? I said, yes. if you do this, I said, if you do this, now you don't need to worry about content. Now you need, because people are going to say, what are you going to post tonight? Uh, let me let me just see what Tracy is posting, what Karen yeah, is posting. Exactly right. And then I'm going to see, and then I'm going to, oh, okay, like, ah, oh, they are writing so good. And man, I'll tell you something. English is not my first language mm-hmm. for all. Okay. And I'm not that the best writer ever. And I and I do that. And people can say, okay, and how do you do that? How do you write and use the metaphors and, and use the things and the stories you're doing and those kind of stuff? It's nothing. But understanding those points. Yes. Because I understand it's 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 only about understanding. You don't need to be a rocket scientist. You don't need even to need to know how to write. Because some people, and this is another thing, some people they like to talk in a podcast. Mm-hmm. This is by the way, if and this is my some people say, like Kelly, you write very well. I don't know how to write. I say, don't write. What do you like to do? 
Oh, I'd like to speak. I said, okay, do a podcast. There you go, go Facebook Live. Do yeah. that. Why why don't you don't don't say uh because uh because I see you're writing this and I want to write that. So don't write like me. Yeah. Don't, don't worry be, about what I'm writing. Be you. <laughs> be you. Be yeah. what what are the best things. So sometimes when I tell people about the stories, I, I like to write it. Some people say, but I don't like to write. I say, don't try it. Go share it. Start mm-hmm. a podcast. Go to Tracy and <laughs> how can I do that? Yeah, come on aboard. And, and, <laughs> and it, it it is that it is that simple. Like do don't don't get fixated. Oh, I'm gonna use those ten points only in my in my writing. No, you're gonna use them if you are going a Facebook Live, mm-hmm. if you are going for a podcast, if you are doing the writing, even if you are talking to your clients, if you are yeah. talking, if you have a sales call, if you have. Which, I, by the way, I know this is. I I don't like to call it the sales call. I call it like it's it's more. Uh, I, I got the name even from uh, Taki Moore. He he's called it the fit call, mm-hmm. or I, I I like to call it even a qualification call because you are actually seeing like, is this gonna like I I I is it gonna work? Yeah. Are, right. And is this gonna work? Is, is are, are we? Can I actually help you? Because most of the yes. time people go to the call and and people teach that and then gonna call it out. You're gonna you're gonna have to close them on the first call. You're gonna have to close. If you don't close them in the first call, that means you didn't see the value in whatever you are doing. Right? Right. That means you are, and that means you need to, t- to put like ten millions bonuses in your offer. And this is why they didn't buy your course because mm-hmm. you didn't say like I have like ten million bonuses there. Right. And people don't actually care about the bonus. If I'm going to, to the dentist, I actually don't care if you're gonna give me a like a tooth a toothpaste or something. <laughs> Something as a bonus. I want the pain to stop. I mean, it wasn't pain to stop if I know that you're gonna solve my problem in a different way. Yeah. And and another way when one of the things is about the the thing in the in the ten points and understand what they have tried. This is so important. This is crucial because most people again they are teaching the obvious. Mm. So if you are gonna teach me the same thing that everyone is teaching and just put the promise bigger, yeah. it doesn't change anything to me. Right. Yeah. No, I hear you there. Whew, man. I, I expected fire from you, but man, you're, you're lighting up the microphone over here and I want to be mindful of your time. And we've been just going at it here for God over an hour now. Now in the, uh, you did mention that you were going to have an offer for the folks. Is that still true? Yeah, sure. Okay. I, I, I go ahead. Yeah. So we would, we would like to do, those 10 points that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. if anyone from your uh, audience would like to come in a workshop that we can work, help them to actually identify those 10 points for their specific audience. Because I know many people are going to say, uh, okay, Khaled, I, I, I do that. And most things, because the people that I, uh, I, 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 the most coaches I work with are transformational coaches with mindset, performance. And right. they see that all the materials out there is about money making things and they yeah. see it it's uh, oh, i'm not sure like if this is actually gonna work with me is this is like how i gonna do that for for people who are not if the offer is not about making the money if, if it's like an in, intangible thing it's not right. it's not just tangible thing Ooh. so my <laughs> offer that if we anyone interested i would like them to we're gonna have a a, a train i haven't defined when it's gonna be i'm just gonna see how people from your people gonna come from your audience and then we're gonna make a workshop like you even to be invited there okay and we do it it's going to be practical it's going to be implementation that we're going to go through the 10 points with examples with real life and tell them step by step here's here's how to get the pain points and i tell you like how actually to do it like 
where actually to go and search and and find if 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 you like if you don't nice. want to talk about it, nice. if you don't talk to someone specifically no. about it. That that is awesome. All right, all right. So if folks want to learn more about Khaled and all his all the things you're rocking and rolling with, where should we send them to? Uh, so my Facebook, uh, my personal Facebook, it's it's Khaled, it's Khaled Maziat, and okay. my website also is KhaledMaziat.com. Okay, well, I want to make sure we get those links in the show notes so they can just click right over there and connect with you if they wanted to. Khaled, I definitely appreciate your time, man, hanging out and. and dropping all this amazing knowledge. I, 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 I learned a lot tonight <laughs> and it's my show. My this pleasure, is awesome. <laughs> my pleasure, man. Really I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. My man. pleasure. Thank you so much, Trace, for having me. All right. There you have it, my dark horse friends and family. Khaled Maziad dropping some knowledge bombs on us today. What thoughts resonated with you? Let me give you four that kind of stuck out for me. And there were so many, but I, you know, I don't want to do a whole another hour worth of show just to share them with you. But here's a, a few that stuck with me. Thought number one, it's not just enough to be good at your craft. Keller reminds us that it's not just be good not enough to be good at what it is you do. You need to be able to convey the value that you bring in what you do and how you do it. What value does what you do deliver to your prospects, to your customers, to your clients? You see, because knowing this is key. Let's step back here. Knowing how awesome you are at what it is you do. Yeah. That's not just going to cut it. You're going to have to be able to convey that to the market, convey that value that they will get by working with you and using your product and using your service. Thought number two, stop focusing on the product and focus on the pain. Khaled gave that great example when he shared his toothache story, an ache that he had ignored and had gotten to the point where he wasn't even able to speak, right? And then, you know, like a man, right? Uh, finally, he goes into the dentist really with just the goal of ending the pain via some quick technique and maybe even just some medicine. But the dentist had to educate him on the cause of the pain and what the real solution was. And it wasn't medicine, right? We, right, as entrepreneurs, we need to focus on that pain that our prospects feel to get them into our sphere of influence, right? It is only then that we are able to educate them on the real solution that they seek, which is likely your product your service. So I'm going to dive a, a bit deep, a bit deeper into this in episode 199, how to communicate value to your prospects and customers. Now, thought number three, there are patterns you need to watch for. Uh, Khaled to me has this mind for ma for patterns. And I called this out after listening to his origin story. Um, you know, really, if you think about it, getting into trading and being even mildly successful like that is a big clue. Um, then he shifted his pattern identification skill to looking at people patterns. And this clearly helps him better serve his clients and his prospects. Here's the thing. Patterns are everywhere, be they simple patterns like the four seasons we all see. Well, we see them here in Wisconsin. Certain areas of the country don't see all four seasons, right? Think about uh, maybe the phases of the moon, right? Or the patterns that have to happen for you to feel loved. The patterns that make you feel mad or happy or sad, sad right? In, in in business, big and small, there are there are a number of patterns that are out there that can help you and your business on your journey to success. And I'm going to chat a bit about more, 
chat a bit more about those in episode 200, Common Patterns That Make Your Company Successful. And finally for me, thought number four, be clear on what you're doing. Khaled shared a great point when he reminded us to be clear on what we are doing. You have heard me say this before, and I'm going to say it again, And just in case you're new to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur, or maybe you're not new to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur, and you need a little reminding. Here it is. You need to have a star aim. S-T-A-R-A-I-M. Yeah, that's an acronym for Subject, Tribe, Arrive, and reason, right? That's the S-T-A-R. And we'll get to the aim in a minute. But the S, what subject are you going to be a specialist at? Stop trying to be a jack of all trades. Narrow your focus and be an expert in that area. I want you to be bomb ass great at it, right? Then T, who do you serve? Who is your tribe? T is your tribe. Who is that core group of people that you want your message to reach? Not everybody. That core group of folks that want to hear everything you have to say. Reach them and more will follow. Then A. A is arrive. Where are you taking them? Where are they going to arrive at as you take them on that journey? We're all on a journey. What leg of the journey are you taking your tribe through and to? And then finally, R. That reason to resonate. Why the hell should they listen to you in the first place? Look, if you can't figure out these four easily and with conviction, stop. Stop right now. Pause this, right? Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 until you do. You got to know your star. And then your aim. This is your alluring, inspiring message. That message that you share with your tribe to pump them up, to get them fired up, to figure it out just like you did or just like you do and are doing. See, you need to have this star aim. And when you have this star aim, I know you'll be well on the path to success that you desire and deserve. All right. Phew. Got a little fired up there. Right. So here's the thing. What inspiring ideas or thoughts resonated with you? Whatever they were, whether they were mine or Khaled's or if you listen to other episodes and this episode made you think of that, I want you to take a minute today and write them down and then put them into action. Yeah, like you always hear me say, get out there, run your race, get your results and come back here and let me hear about them. Seriously, email me at tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. Share the tips or ideas that you came away with, how you put them into action and what results you gained from it. Heck, I'll probably even bring you on the show and let you share with the audience. And that's a win-win scenario, right? All right. So our next week's interview episode guest is none other than man, Larry Hankin himself. Now, Larry, Larry's an actor, performer, director, comedian, and producer. He's known for his major film roles as Charlie Butts in Escape from Alcatraz. He was Ace in Running Scared. He was Carlos Alphonse in uh, Billy Madison. He also played Larry. I'm sorry, excuse me. He was Doobie in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Sergeant Balzac in Home Alone, Mr. Heckles on the show Friends, and he also played Joe in Breaking Bad. All totaled, this man is a beast, right? Larry has, I think it's like 195 credits under his belt covering 50 years, right? Five, oh, man. Shoot, five decades is a long time. And there's a lot that we Dark Horses can learn from this long and ever-evolving career in and out 
of the movie business. Now I know you want to keep getting these valuable tips and inspirational stories from these amazing guests I'm lucky enough to bring on the show. So please go on down there, hit that subscribe button. And while you're there, yeah, leave us a five-star rating. Write us a quick review. Leave us some kind words. Give us some suggestions for folks you think we should interview, topics we should cover, questions you want to ask. I read each and every one of those interviews. And of interviews, <laughs> those reviews. And of course, do not keep all this entrepreneurial G. O-L-D, all to yourself. Share this podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know will get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you like I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.